All right, we're back. High Flyer TV. This is another episode. This time we have Master Sergeant Todd Wickham, who is a social media guru in our squadron, I like to believe. You know, um, it's a lot of times where I go on his page and if I need content, boom, there it is. Never ceases to uh, fail me. So welcome, uh, Sergeant Wickham. How you doing today? Hey, I'm good, sir. I'm good, sir, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem at all. I mean, lovely background. As you can see, I'm on the beach, so I had to take a day off, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty jealous. <laughs> right? Hey, I'm breaking the travel ban, so, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's that automatic goal there. I like it. <laughs> right? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, we'll get right into this. You know, I had a few questions for Sergeant Wickham, and I think this will help the squadron and other recruiters, you know, because the channel that we have, it's public to anyone who wants to, to watch it. So how long have you been in recruiting? So just over three years, uh, I hit three years in March. Awesome. And since you've been in recruiting, I mean, would you say social media has been a, a huge thing that you needed to know? So for me, I'm definitely, uh, I don't know, I relate a lot with our generation that we're recruiting, honestly, um, to where I would much rather text somebody than call them initially, like a cold call, like, Mm, nah, I'm good. Like, let me give you a cold text. So, uh, I thought of it from that standpoint of why not put the content out there and if they see it, cool. Awesome. Great. If they have interest, they'll follow me. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll add me as a friend. Um, so at least the information's out there. So that, that's kind of what led me to begin with. It was just kind of almost being an introvert. <laughs> so. Okay, great. I, I think, um, you know, with me, I, with me, it was a little more natural, you know, um, I think I, uh, with my degree, we did a lot of social media kind of things and, and, but the practice had to become a habit, you know, mm-hmm. it's one thing learning something, but actually doing it. And, um, you know, like I said, I was just following your page has been something to where when it comes to creating graphics, you know, different innovative ways to get information across, you know, you're one of the main people. I think, you know, in the squadron and every time marketing contacts us about social media, they always bring up your name, you know, and, and, and this is a page you should, should look at. So that's awesome. So what are some current marketing efforts that you've been you know, doing with social media and online and, and how did you develop them or how do you make them? Pop? So, um, well, I appreciate the shout out from everyone. Um, I will be the first to say that. I did not create anything. I definitely am somebody that um, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I just take best practices from other people. So um, when I started my page, you know, I first looked at adding, you know, an audience. And then so trying to just find followers, find stuff. Um, But I, I followed other recruiters. Um, and so like, just like what, you know, Marcus say, oh, follow Star Wickham, he's cool with it. Like, um, thanks, but I'm just following other recruiters and we all share one another's content. Um, there's actually a recruiter in New York. When I first started my account, he was probably the first other recruiter that I followed outside the squadron. And, uh, I saw some great stuff that he was doing and he was using some tools that he would take to school events. And, and like, I would see him like post like him at a school event. And I was like, what is that? What, what is that chart that you got on your, your page right there, your table set up? So, and then we started a Google drive and we just started sharing products between each other because even our squadrons, our groups, they don't talk to one another. They don't share a lot of that content. And so um, now with Facebook, you know, being a, a great tool to, for the MTI to recruiters, that page there, um, that's that's gave a lot of information this time for COVID-19. So I don't know if that answered your question at all. <laughs> going all the way off topic, but um, 
it's it's foundational. Like, I mean, and it's fundamental. Um, if you're not using social media prior to COVID-19, I think you were in the wrong. And this really highlights why it's important, you know, because now you can't go to school visits. You can't go zone canvas. So um, I'm not going to say this is the end all be all, but it is a very important aspect of it. I should say, in my opinion, this should be a third of your job is social media. So, yeah. I, I, and I, that did answer the question exactly because that is the marketing effort that you're doing social media and exactly what you said is true. You don't need to have a specific marketing plan or reinvent the wheel. The main point of this is that there's already all these things that are already invented and created for you. All you have to do is follow the pages or seek out the information. Like in this video right here, I just found, um, this, uh, this, this, this recruiter, um, in California, I think his name is Sergeant Runyon or he has a whole, right. He has a whole, uh, instruction manual on work week. Exactly. You know, so with his advice, I created a Google sites page, you know, and was able to maximize on that and get a lot of great feedback from it. Uh, got my Yelp page. So it's just like you said, I mean, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's already there. But the key is you do need to do it. You have to be active on social media or you're not going to be found. Something I took out of it. And he even said it too. Like not everyone's going to agree on the same thing. Like, so I'm not going to tell you, you have to have an Instagram page. You have to have a Facebook page. Like for me, like I don't see personally a lot of value out of Yelp. That's my personal opinion, but it's also going to depend on your zone too. Uh, You know, people in your zone might use Yelp, but like where I'm at, you know, Southern Ohio, like, not an urban place at all. Like no one's going to Yelp. Um, same thing. Like my flight chief gave us a, a, an expectation to set up your Google page, which I think is important. You should definitely have it out there, but have Google reviews, um, which yeah, that definitely helps if you see a five-star review as opposed to a 1.2. Um, but I've never, when I was considering the air force, I wasn't like, Oh, let's go look up this Google reviews on this recruiter before I go into their office. Like, but I have had parents actually reach out and be like, I saw you had great reviews. So, you know, shout out to the flight chief because right. <laughs> somebody yeah. actually is going on there and looking up Google reviews on recruiters. So, Yeah. I, I think every perspective in, in a little bit helps because like in my area, for example, Google reviews are very helpful because we have three offices in, in a, you know, pretty close vicinity. Okay. So it's like, if people look at Google, I've had people say, hey, you know, your office seems to be performing well or is the better office in their grass. So they're making mm-hmm. that choice on who I want to work with. So, you know, it definitely depends. But in an area like yours where you're the only, you know, it's like I ain't about to go on Google and, hey, this person's good. And if not, I'm going to travel an hour away to the next recruiter. I might as well do that. Right. I mean, that's a bit of a stretch. But, yeah, if you got multiple people to pick from, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome. So. The kind of highlighted to some of these already, but do you have any more marketing tips or, or just overall tricks for uh, rookie recruiters? So I created a brief list. <laughs> so the things that I, I found the, to be the most beneficial um, will be first, like choose your platform wisely. So figure out what the people that you're trying to recruit are using. So um, I was fortunate enough to go to a marketing event that AFRS held a couple of years ago with Sergeant Ross and um, GDSM put out all these statistics on, Hey, uh, Facebook are f- is for old people. If, if you're in touch, uh, you'll know that, but cool. Uh, our applicants, they still do have 
Facebook. And I think it is good because you, you do obviously want to talk to their parents too. So uh, I personally have Facebook. Um, Facebook is also a really good tool to use for um, following schools and also following other businesses. And so when I first started my page, it was obviously reaching out and finding that audience, but also finding your, following your school, seeing what they're doing, what events that they have going on. Um, because, you know, unless you're able to live in your school 24 seven, you can't do that if you have 30 some of the schools. So you have to pick a few of your schools and invest a lot of your time into those um, and just work smarter and not harder. So I use Facebook as a tool to just do research. When I get a lead that pops up in Africa, the first thing I do is not call them or text them. I go to Facebook or Instagram and look up their name. Oh, are they overweight? Do they have a tattoo that's in the wrong spot? Um, you know, are they taking a picture with a blunt? Like, so <laughs> those are the things that I'm looking. So let me see who I'm going to talk to first, you know, uh, if I, if I can find them. And so like doing a little intel on them first, it takes 30 seconds to look up their name and get a brief synopsis on who this person is and what they want to accomplish. Um, so, and then I'll call them or text them. And then after that phone call, if everything goes well, then I'll add them as a friend. And so then they can start seeing some exposure, continual exposure, instead of just having one really good phone call. But now they got that one really good phone call and they're seeing my feed of other people that are going through the process. So kind of building on top of it. So it, it's, um, it's not just a, a one-stop shop. It's something that's continually ongoing. Um, so I chose Instagram and Facebook. I know that Upland California recruiter you were talking about, he, he lives and dies by Instagram. Um, yeah. and I think there's a lot of good value out of that. Um, but I, I see value also on Facebook. So for me, it's those two. I, I know other recruiters, you know, DOD is supposedly not supposed to be using TikTok. Uh, but yeah, TikTok, a lot of people use TikTok. Uh, other ones use Snapchat. I'm married. I'm not going to use Snapchat. So, uh, but yeah, more power to you if you can recruit on Snapchat. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that, that was kind of, yeah, to choose your platform. Um, and then as far as like finding your audience, I use school list. Um, I also use like the leads that came in Afris, which we already talked about, but then also using those leads that you found or your school list leads and friending their friends. It's all the same pot of people. So go to their friend list and just add all those people, go to their Instagram and see who they're following and you can tell whether, obviously, yeah, they're following Michael Jordan. Okay, well, you don't need to follow Michael Jordan unless you want to. I mean, he is the greatest. So, but um, anyway, like, go follow all their friends. Like, so I had an expectation last week of uh, get 30 more Instagram followers. Well, five people unfollowed me, so boo to them. But uh, I ended up getting 46 just by going to a couple other friends that I already had or other followers and just adding their followers. Like, so um, that's the easiest way that I've been able to find building an Instagram following. So it's just friending other people or following other people. Um, and then, so the next tip I would say is just find the best time to post. Um, so throughout our workday, like obviously it's convenient for us to post that, uh, you know, maybe first thing when you get in the office, but that may not be the best time to put content out there into the social media realm. Uh, there's a lot less people on their phone at 9 a.m. as opposed to in the evening when they're laying in bed and all that stuff. So um, I'm kind of that person where my, my phone's attached to me, unfortunately. Uh, I, I've tried to find a good relationship where I put it down and focus on family time. Um, but yeah, it, almost any time like I leave the room, I'm looking at my phone. Okay, do I got a new text? Do I got a new, you know, is there, is there something else going on? So um, to get away from that habit, there's, there's apps that are out there. Um, that you can instantly 
create a timeline of what you want to post and it'll automatically post it and not just to one app, but to multiple social media posts. So it really does the work for you. And so if you want to post a, you know, something at Friday at 10 PM, you don't have to actually do it. You can just set it to schedule it to do it at that point in time. So that's something that I found that was very, very helpful. Uh, just using other tools. Um, we already kind of hit on this about not reinventing the wheel. Uh, find those other recruiters that are doing things well. Um, something else though, too, is not just Air Force recruiters. Our competition is doing really good things too on social media. Um, so what I did is I use my personal account and I follow some other Marine recruiters, some other Army recruiters that are doing well. And I have my two Instagrams tied together, but on my personal account or my, my fake account, uh, I'll save their posts and then I'll like, okay, let me reinvent this and change this to the Air Force side of it, give it the Air Force spin and then put it out there. So once again, just not like some of the content I do come up with. Yeah, it is original, but I have the time. Like I'm not that inventive. I'm Googling, I'm doing, I'm looking at seeing what is working for other people and just putting it out there. So, um, it does take a little bit of legwork outside of just, you know, reposting, which even reposting can sometimes be a little bit in depth, depending on how much you want to change. Oh, all right. Three more. <laughs> so post relevant, con- post relevant content. So, um, it's cool to put up a chart with some information about how cool the Air Force is and how, how much retention the Air Force has. That doesn't, that means absolutely nothing to a lot of people. <laughs> so, um, even like a pay chart, like, so a pay chart, cool. All right. That's what I'm going to make. Um, I've never seen somebody look at that uh, DOD pay chart and be like, that's a lot of money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we know how much we get paid. So it's really, we have to sell a, a story and not sell the product, if that makes any sense. So we need to sell the successes of our applicants. So when somebody swears in, that's their first step. Cool, awesome, highlight that. When somebody goes to basic, that's the first real big step. Uh, but when they come back, when they get coined at tech school, when they get you know a BTZ stripe, we need to be highlighting those efforts as well. So continue to follow your airmen. Um, so I separate everyone on Facebook anyway. Um, the people I put in, I actually mark them on Facebook to where you follow them and you see every post they put up. Um, so those people are the ones that I see the highlight posts. So when good things happen to them and they share them, I can share that with the rest of the world, with their peers that are still here. As uh, another airman that I put in, Grace Brown, she said she came home and she was like, yeah, nothing changed. Everyone, you know, the only thing that changed is people dropped out of college and they're pregnant. So, uh, (laughs) I can, I can catch those college dropouts <laughs> and uh, hopefully put them in the Air Force. 100%. Yeah. And then, uh, so use hashtags and emojis. Um, so I came up with like my own little like thing or whatever. Uh, and I put it in every one of my posts. So a little American flag, a little jet going up and a little fist. Okay. So like, that's mine. Like, but that's what I put up. Um, and I'm sure I got that from some other recruiter too, where, oh yeah, it was a spec ops recruiter. At the end, I have no idea what it means. Spec ops, uh, Kerfields might know, but he put a crab at the end of all his posts. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So cool. I came up with my own little one. So, but like, so something, so when somebody sees it, even if they're just kind of going through real fast, I'm like, oh, okay. That's an air force. Recruiter. Yeah. So just, you know, the whole thing of like, oh, if they see an air force pin seven times, they might join the air force. Like, <laughs> Hey, so never know. Yeah. Uh, and then just don't be afraid to fail. So try something. It, the only way that you're truly going to fail is by not trying. So just put content out there. It may, if you look at some of my early content to some of the stuff I have now, 
that early stuff was garbage, you know, but it got me to where I am. It taught me the things that I know now. Um, so those are the, probably the big, biggest tips that I would say to begin with are just those steps. Yeah, I think those are great tips. I mean, it's, it's a lot of information, but, you know, this is a video that people can, can rewatch. And another point of why we do this, which I said in the last episode, is because people might hear your name in the squadron or new folks or may know of you. But now they see a video of you talking and they say to themselves, oh, OK, now I can put a name to a face. I'm not afraid to when I see this person in person to ask more questions because they're, they're willing to help, you know, and I know that they know this information now which is great because sometimes you may get emails and it, you know, or make, or text, Hey, Sergeant Wickham's hit him up for social media tips, but you don't know who Sergeant Wickham is. Or you're like, I don't know if this guy's even really wanting to help me, but this video, you know, kind of elaborates to the fact that you are willing to help, even if somebody doesn't catch all information in this video. No, I mean, I really appreciate you putting this together, man. I think this is a, a, amazing resource for people to use whether it's just you know sharing a recruiter lifestyle what you did last episode with you know hey what are you doing to improve yourself right now uh since you know we might have some additional free time uh so (laughs) (laughs) so so what are you doing to improve yourself so it's an awesome tool to want to only just help people professionally but it's going to help them personally too yeah i think so i mean and just letting them know we all go through the same struggles and none of us are true social media gurus maybe like one or two um there was one guy in our squadron i think his name is sergeant pace i could be wrong mm-hmm. sergeant franco or sergeant pace one of the franco two. Pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah and man this guy um it's a post that i i used of his and he was able to relate tiger king which was trending which is still trending uh-huh. to yep. a post and when i post that post it was like immediate response. Everybody resonated with it. And I think that's key too. like you said, finding relevant content that, you know, matches with what the people yeah. are interested in. <laughs> and finding a way to reinvent that to where now you're marketing the Air Force is the key. You mm-hmm. know, it's pretty cool. And then it separates you too from other recruiters because mm-hmm. they're like, dang, the Air Force really gets us versus yeah. somebody else posting a chart of, you know, something nobody cares about really. Yeah. So that's awesome. So the, the other question I had, you know, we already kind of touched that. It was how important social media is. But, you know, obviously you said you agree that it should be one third of your business. So, I mean, that in itself shows us it's important. Yeah. I mean, the coronavirus kind of highlights this because um, if I was thankfully doing this stuff beforehand. But the recruiters that didn't have a social media account established, now they're working from home and they're doing cold calls. And we know how effective cold calls can normally be or just how tiresome that they can kind of be. No one really wants to do it. So, like, why don't you take control of the situation and build your own page? And one of the things I, and I didn't put on there, man, but this is probably the most important in my mind is personalizing it. So my pages, the pictures of me, like my cover page or whatever, I'm not in a uniform. Like, I'm definitely still professional and all that good stuff. Uh, but, like, it's me and my family. So realizing that like people, when I meet them at school visits, I'm sure you've ran into this before, like, oh, I can never join the military. I don't want to be deployed all the time, living yeah. on a cot in, you know, Sand City, whatever it is. Um, I'm like, it's not like that. So like my wife and I, we were thankful, you know, to go to uh, Disneyland in California in February. And so when we went there, I bought those tickets through ITT. That gave me an opportunity to highlight I'm using Air Force leave, so I'm still getting paid. I use the Air Force resource of ITT, so I'm getting cheap tickets and, and so just and cheap, you know, cheap travel. So like all those things. So I was able to post this picture of me and my family 
enjoying some vacation that thanks to my job in the Air Force has allowed me to live this type of lifestyle. So promoting a lifestyle and personalizing it, I think is something that is a huge disconnect with at least my customers. And I'm sure it is for yours as well. Um, those people that are right outside the base, like, yeah, they may have it because they know what the Air Force is really about and what the lifestyle is like. But those people that aren't near a base, we have to kind of inform them and show them that, hey, the Air Force isn't what you think it is. You know, it's not Jarhead. You know, it's not any of these other movies that you've seen. It, you know, we, we do have a job and we do it well, uh, but we have time off. <laughs> You're not working 24-7. So. Definitely not, man. And it's... We actually have more time off than most most jobs, most careers, you know, and that's the crazy thing. It's kind of ironic. They don't want to join because they're fearful they're not going to have time off or be away from their family, where most military people have a lot of time off and are always with their family, you know. And maybe you're lucky enough to be stationed close to family. Mm -hmm. I know I have, I mean, which is pretty awesome. So that's cool. So great tips, great information. This last question may or may not catch you off guard because I didn't write it down in there. But... What are you doing during Corona season to stay active, develop yourself? What are you doing? Okay, so pretty much as far as the active piece, uh, so my son, he is just over one, so I got a little jogging stroller, and uh, so we, we, hit, we hit the treats out here uh, in Kettering, and just so we stay active that way, but as far as everything else, uh, watching a lot of great Netflix series in my free time, uh, Outlander is pretty good, uh, I unfortunately watched Tiger King. I fell into that trap. So, <laughs> um, yeah. but you know, just, I mean, it, for me, it's been a great opportunity to reinvest a lot of time in my family. Um, I cover two different zones. Uh, I chose to move to Dayton. So I live about an hour, 15 minutes from my primary office. And the secondary zone I'm covering is an hour, 40 minutes. So before coronavirus, I spent, you know, three hours to four hours on the road every day. Um, so that's a lot of time that I can invest back into my family. So, uh, it's kind of been, a, you know, obviously I don't want anybody to die or get sick or anything like that, but this has been a little hitting blessing for me and my family. So. For sure, man. Now you got to find a way to get rid of the phone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, Hey, though, the thing is, man, like seriously, like I'm still hitting the same numbers that I normally was hitting before though. Thank like going back to social media. Cause Outside of being in the office, like, yeah, it's a little bit more tiresome of uploading files to DOD safe or having them send their documents. Uh, so we got to jump through some more hoops to, to get them into the Air Force. Um, but it hasn't really changed on my end for anything. So uh, outside of just getting some more quality time with my family. That's awesome. All right, buddy. Well, that's all I got for you. So I want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, any last words or? No, nah, I appreciate what you're doing, man. Keep growing that beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think this is as far as it's going to grow. I mean, at this okay. point. we'll see. We'll see. I doubt it. But, uh, <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, this has been High Flyer TV, where we report the real long recruiting. <laughs>